Measles cases are on the rise in several states across the country. Healthcare settlements tied to the False Claims Act reached $1.8 billion in fiscal year 2023. And a New York City medical school receives a $1 billion donation to make tuition free for students. It's Wednesday, February 28th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The number of measles cases, though still small, is growing across the country. Between January 1st and February 22nd, there have been 35 measles cases reported in 15 states, including California, Florida, and New York, according to the latest data available from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. By comparison, there were a total of 58 cases reported for the entirety of 2023. The CDC issued an alert to physicians and healthcare providers in January to be on the lookout for more cases and to make sure all patients are up to date on the measles vaccine. Florida currently has the largest outbreak of measles nationwide, with 10 confirmed cases, according to the latest data from the state health department as of Monday. Nine of these are in Broward County in the southern part of the state, which includes Fort Lauderdale. Two confirmed cases as of Tuesday are in children under the age of five, according to Florida Health. Florida's rise in cases coincides with the state Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Latipo's recent recommendations that parents determine whether or not to keep their exposed but unvaccinated children home from school amidst the outbreak. Public health groups typically recommend that parents keep an exposed child home for up to 21 days, the incubation period for measles. This is not the first time Latipo has gone against public health recommendations. In January, he called for providers to stop recommending mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, citing alleged health risks. Measles is a highly contagious virus and is spread via infected droplets from coughs, sneezes, and talking. If one person is infected, up to 90% of people close to that person who are either not vaccinated or immune will become infected. It can also spread prior to the development of its characteristic rash. The virus can also remain on surfaces and spread to others for several hours. Infection can lead to severe complications for some individuals, including pneumonia, brain swelling, and in some cases, death. Measles can be prevented with the MMR vaccine, which protects against three diseases, measles, mumps, and rubella. The CDC recommends children get two doses of the MMR vaccine, starting with the first dose at 12 through 15 months of age and the second dose at 4 through 6 years of age. The last significant outbreak of the measles in the United States occurred in 2019, when there were 1,274 cases across 31 states. A majority of cases were among people who had not been vaccinated against the virus. Settlements and judgments under the False Claims Act related to the healthcare industry, including managed care providers, hospitals, and pharmacies, totaled more than $1.8 billion for the 2023 fiscal year, which ended on September 30th. That's according to recent data released last week by the Department of Justice. 
Overall, the DOJ said that settlements and judgments across all industries totaled more than $2.86 billion. The False Claims Act, or FCA, is a federal law that imposes damages and penalties on any person who knowingly submits or causes to submit false claims to the government. It also applies to other situations, including when someone knowingly uses a false record material to a false claim or improperly avoids an obligation to pay the government. Conspiring to commit any of these acts is also a violation of the FCA. Healthcare fraud was the leading source of False Claims Act awards in fiscal year 2023, accounting for roughly 62% of recovered amounts, with issues related to Medicare Advantage being one of the top concerns. According to the DOJ, health insurer Cigna agreed to pay $172 million to resolve allegations that it knowingly submitted and failed to withdraw what the agency said were inaccurate and untruthful diagnosis codes for its Medicare Advantage plan enrollees. The DOJ alleges that the insurer used inaccurate coding to increase its payments from Medicare. The agency has pursued other fraud schemes where healthcare providers sought to profit by billing for unnecessary tests and services within federal pandemic relief initiatives. Additionally, over the last year, the agency said that it resolved 270 FCA matters and recovered more than $48 million related to the Paycheck Protection Program. A major New York City academic medical center will provide free tuition to medical school students following a $1 billion donation announced this week. The donation to Montefiore Health System's Albert Einstein College of Medicine came from Ruth Gottesman, who is chair of the school's board of trustees and also serves on the Montefiore Health System board. Gottesman previously taught at Einstein and studied learning disabilities. According to the New York Times, the money comes from Gottesman's late husband, David Gottesman, a protege of Warren Buffett and founder of the powerful Wall Street investment house, First Manhattan. He died in 2022. Gottesman's donation is, so far, the largest to any medical school in the country and will enable the school to become tuition-free beginning this August. In a statement, Montefiore officials said that the gift will attract a talented and diverse pool of individuals who may not otherwise have the means to pursue a medical education. The average medical debt load for new physicians is around $202,000, and that amount does not include undergraduate debt. Montefiore Health System is based in the Bronx, which is considered to be the poorest borough in New York City. The poverty rate in the Bronx was more than 26% in 2021, compared to 18% citywide. The Bronx is also considered the least healthy county in all of New York State. This has been Just Healthcare Daily from Kaufman Hall. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the podcast. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Just Weekly.